Hi, this is Hannah. And this is Charu. Welcome to episode two, Not a High School Musical. Today we will be talking about our experiences in high school, some misconceptions, and give our advice to current and future students. Um, so hello everyone. Welcome to our second episode. So Hannah and I met in our freshman year of high school and we have had very different experiences going through it all. And we wanted to take the time today to dive deep into them. So I guess to start off, just very vague, what was high school like for you, Hannah? For me, it, it was a mixture of all of the above of emotions, I guess, or verbs, or not verbs, um, adjectives to describe my experience. Um I don't think there's one word that can describe it um, because there are a lot of different experiences, like even through the people you meet, the classes you take, the different, yeah, there's just a vast like amount of different experiences in high school that I cannot pinpoint a word to. Um, I would just say interesting. Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. Interesting sounds about right. Um, yeah, I think mine mine was on a spectrum of happy sad. I think <laughs> is how I would put it. Where there were moments that were wonderful and that I will cherish probably for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. others that you know I don't mind forgetting them and like letting them go um Mm -hmm. but overall like I I enjoyed high school I'm one of those kids who really appreciated my high school experience and I didn't come out of it absolutely hating every second of those those Mm -hmm. four years um Mm -hmm. because I know I have a few friends who just don't want to think about high school at all Mm -hmm. um but I I genuinely enjoyed high school Hmm. yeah (laughs) that's that's kind of refreshing to hear because I know that a couple of people from at least from our school district who like whenever we talk about high school it's just like we're we're glad we're out of there and like it wasn't something that they're very fond of yeah so it's very interesting and like I guess refreshing is the word to hear when someone says that they actually enjoyed their experience in high school yeah I think a lot of it is due to the fact that I did what I wanted to do without very much external pressure Mm. when it came to you know maintaining grades like I mostly put the pressure on myself I didn't Mm -hmm. have any uh pressure coming from my parents Mm -hmm. or I never yes I'm a competitive student I like doing my best in my classes but not to the point where that's all I'm doing mm-hmm. um even though it may seem like that sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah my friends like the friend circle that I had and some of the teachers mm-hmm. that I had really I guess elevated my high school experience to be a very um I wouldn't say homely all the way through. Like there are 
parts of high school that yeah I don't want to go back to that like mm-hmm. the environment of oh if you don't get this grade then you're not smart enough or whatever like but I I don't need that kind of energy mm-hmm. um but the yeah I think it's just the people that I was with really mm-hmm. made it wonderful um and I'm glad that I'm still in touch with some of them <laughs> um just because we got much closer than others over the four years and after like we graduated and everything mm-hmm. um but yeah community they make it or break it I think yeah I think for me that's a that's probably a reason why high school isn't necessarily a I wouldn't say it's not a fond memory because there are many like memories from high school that like I still hold on to um but I tend to not think about high school a lot and try to this sounds really cheesy but like make new memories (laughs) but um yeah that just sounds really cheesy but um yeah like I don't really think about high school a lot um but I think I think about high school in a way where like I compare how much I've grown since high school and grown in like um how I think about things and um how okay never mind (laughs) I don't know where to go from there but yeah, yeah like for me I didn't really have that strong sense of like school community and my 11th and 12th grade year like 9th and 10th grade um uh, we had our our little friend group and lunch and all that and then since um 11th and 12th we all had different um, schedules and different classes it was really hard for all of us to have lunch together so I didn't really have that sense of community from school um yeah because I remember my senior year of lunch it was um a couple of friends here and there who just um came and sat and we just ate lunch together Mm -hmm. um yeah so it was a different dynamic I think that's the word different yeah different dynamic um between like ninth and tenth to mm-hmm. 11th and 12th but mainly 12th um yeah just because I did not it, yeah it was also because I knew who I didn't want to surround myself with yeah um like I knew that um if I was around people who just talked about school I guess I'll just be really miserable because I did, I'm not the person to really talk about school, but I, if I like look back at the conversations I had during lunch with whoever I was eating with, it will be like talking about stories from work or um, stories about different things that happened during school and um, yeah, just stories and like talking about different experiences and not just talking about school or gossiping about people so 
I think that's also why it was a little harder for me to find a good community or Mm -hmm. find a sense of community at our high school because a lot of people were kind of like that. And I didn't find the people who kind of fit what, or there were, I know that there's more people who had the same mentality as me, but I just couldn't find them. Find them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what, kind, I wouldn't say broke it for me, but like kind of the foundation of my thoughts about high school. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying that I didn't have supportive people or I didn't have like friends in high school or like good friends because I did like, um, it, but it wasn't just a, like the the ideal that people have of having like, a group of friends all together it wasn't like that and I think that was the ideal I had in my head like yeah. I want all these friends around me and we're right. just or not all like but like like a couple of us just like actually hanging out and, and yeah and talk even though we don't have school or we don't have classes together right oh so, yeah, yeah that was just bouncing off of what you're saying about community <laughs> No, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think, I guess I was lucky in the sense that every single year I had, I basically went through high school with the same group of like four or five people starting my freshman year. And I think I was lucky that even if we didn't have a class together, we would have lunch together or we would make it a point to see each other outside of school because um, I guess, yeah, you and I, we never really hung out much outside of school because I'm not sure why. I'm not sure. We just, I think we were just busy with, yeah. we had different schedules. You were working and doing those things. I had my extracurriculars mm-hmm. and weekends just never seemed to work out for the two of us. Yeah. But um, one of my friends, actually two of my friends at that time, like they were basically neighbors. So we would, you know, meet up at the park or one of them would come over and we would just kind of hang out and watch tv shows together Mm -hmm. um or movies together and we got close that way and I think having that same group of friends all through high school really helped because I knew there was going to be a set of familiar faces that I could go to for anything no matter what Mm -hmm. and I knew that our conversations would be more than just academics Mm -hmm. I guess junior year was the like I wouldn't say loneliest but it was when I had the smallest group of friends during lunch and it was basically just you and another another guy and one other person like joined us halfway through but of the four of us it was just you and I that really kept the conversation going because we had already known each other Mm -hmm. and I think that was the probably the quietest lunch periods I've had. Mm. And then I think I also, I had my orchestra community, even though I wasn't close in that sense, I was so um, passionate. And so I guess I enjoyed orchestra so much that I basically made it my second home. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I could find a familiar face or two in the orchestra room anytime Mm -hmm. I went in and just kind of strike up a random conversation with someone. Um, I think that helped Hmm. a lot. 
yeah, yeah. for me I don't think so yes like like in regards of community um I think having you as like a really good friend throughout high school like I cherish that a lot and I think that um even though I didn't have a like a strong community or community at school like I had a really good community at my church like I had um my youth group and um these um other senior girls or not senior girls (laughs) we're not seniors anymore um other girls my year that we were really close so I think that um yeah and our little small group community with our leader like that was what like a community that helped me through high school too um though wasn't like I didn't see them at school and they like none of them went to our school um yeah yeah which is understandable I Again, I consider myself lucky to have had that. I don't mm. think very many find that sense of community within their high mm. schools. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if it's a very common thing that happens. And I think mm-hmm. that I was just blessed to have that small group of friends that I just mm. kind of went along the, yeah, rode the waves with, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm really grateful for the friends I made along the way in high school and in school in general. And also I'm really grateful for the friends like I still have and have made through the different things that I've, I I was in and I continue to be in. Um, Yeah. I'm just really grateful for all the friendships that I've made um, in school or out of school. Yeah, and I'm really grateful. I know I'm saying the word grateful a lot, <laughs> but I'm really grateful for these friends and because our conversations aren't about like GPA or yeah. like um, focus on our grades or um, yeah, but all the conversations that we do have are life-giving and they are, I would say, healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think another thing when you say healthy, yes, um, having that sense of um, like a healthy type of encouragement around mm-hmm. you rather than like a toxic environment of, like I mentioned earlier, oh, if you didn't get this great, you're not smart enough type. Like none of us had that because we mm-hmm. were all um, different in what we found our strengths in. Mm -hmm. And neither of us, none of us shamed the other for that particular reason. I think not having that kind of toxic, like competitiveness in that sense Mm -hmm. really also made the friend group much more motivating and encouraging. Mm -hmm. And they, all of y'all were always supportive in whatever came through or whatever each of us was going through. Mm -hmm and gave that um, sense of a, like, yeah, I guess it was just a good push or like a good push forward, I guess, Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say with the friends that we had. Mm -hmm. Um, Neither of us was trying to bring the other down, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 
we were all like we didn't only care about our grades and we yes. didn't only care about our own self yes and I think that's one thing about having so much competition it just feels like everybody is just grabbing onto whatever they can and it almost seems like if everyone was kind of out for themselves and pushing other people down but in some ways it wasn't like that but or like in general of the high school but I think that's what happens when GPA is focused on a lot yeah it was it's an environment that some people will thrive in and others will struggle to get through and I think it just depends on the mindset that you have Mm -hmm. and how you have prioritized the importance of your academics, your social well-being, your mental well-being. Mm -hmm. You need to understand where the priorities lie. And if you have that balance to some extent, I think it was a manageable uh, environment, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a healthy, manageable environment. No, I think like everybody from um, our high school, like they do, like everybody, like a lot of people are successful and a lot of people like do well at um, our school and a lot of people, like we all graduated. Yes, Um, yeah. But whether or not like we enjoyed the time and enjoyed the environment we were in yeah. is very different for everybody. Yes. Um, how we look back on high school, I think depends on how well balanced you were during high school. Mm-hmm. I think. I think is maybe where I'm getting at. I don't know because <laughs> I, I feel like I eventually ended up to a point where I had a decently balanced list of priorities. Yes, of course, there were times when I was just like going nuts over not doing so well on a test or something like that. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I realized that, okay, it's just one grade. Mm -hmm. It's fine. And then we went on with life. And now I can look back Mm -hmm. and really appreciate the moments that I had that were very good. And Mm -hmm realize that, okay, I have grown from that frantic grade driven. But yeah, I just remember like when we first met, I remember that um, grades were a pretty big priority for you. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but yeah. But then after a while, when we got like to know each other more, I think slowly you chipped that away and like realized that like grades like they don't define who you are yeah I mean you'll you're this phrase (laughs) that grades don't define who you are is something that I say a lot so probably I might say this over and over again in this episode I don't know (laughs) um but yeah like you you realize that and like use like even now to this day in college like even yes like grades do matter in the sense of like we need to get a good grade so yeah. like we can pass this class and or like we can get into grad school or yeah. um 
all these things but like you know that doesn't it's not the end all be all to your right. life yeah and so. that is still something that I have to consciously think about mm-hmm. it doesn't come naturally to me because my first instinct when I, like okay so when it's a class that I have studied for really hard and then I don't get the grade that I wanted or thought I would have mm-hmm. then it really takes me a good amount of time to like come back to that it's okay it's one grade in the grand scheme of things it doesn't matter mm-hmm. when it's a completely like terrible class and I'm out here getting a 30 on a quiz I'm like great I passed <laughs> I got some points not even passed I got some points yeah so it just I think the context for me really makes a difference mm-hmm. and it it takes a lot of conscious effort for me to remember that grades are not what define me and that there is more to a person than how they're doing in their first four years of undergraduate Mm -hmm. programs like 30 years from now no one's gonna care (laughs) yeah yeah I think like on the topic of grades like I think one good thing that I think like or a good saying that kind of got me through high school too um and like not focus on my grade so much is my parents told me like my parents didn't pressure me of like or didn't get mad at me if I got a bad grade or anything no they weren't like that um they're like I'm really grateful that they weren't and I always remember my dad saying this to me like he said that um he still says this to this day like if you tried your best then it's okay like you tried your best and that's that's all that's worth like or that's all that matters right like if you didn't try your best then yeah you deserve that like you like yeah but like you tried your best so that yeah, yeah. you still give me that talk every now and then when <laughs> yeah. I'm about a test grade you're like did yeah. you try your best and I'm like yes you're like let's stop worrying about it yeah I mean that's that's what I tell a lot of people like or basically everybody who um, I'm not trying to downplay the emotion or downplay the disappointment that comes with getting a bad grade because yes we all like we're human human why did I pronounce it so weirdly we're human like we do get disappointed and especially when we like poured out many hours studying or um, we are really passionate about a subject and then we get a like a bad grade it, it makes us think like oh is this not fit for me and all that so yes it's okay that to get disappointed over it but like, yeah I'm not trying to say that it's not okay but the grand scheme of everything or like the big picture of grades it's like a not your end-all be-all and b like if you tried your best then that's what should matter mm-hmm. so I think this fits, <laughs> I think this also kind of fits to our last point of this podcast, like, of advice we would give, um, but I'll, I'll draw that <laughs> in later, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think that's what also got me through high school, and not having that mindset where my grades were everything, and GPA was so important, and all that, like, yeah, like, did I graduate with the perfect GPA or really good high GPA? No, because that I didn't, I didn't care. Like I didn't care to the point where that was my 
purpose or that mm-hmm. was my identity. Yeah. Like, yes, I cared because then I will be able to get into college. Um, but I didn't really care too much aside from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't my life. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I think like I realized that's also, that's also a mindset that you had to where it wasn't like um, like your life, like that your grades and GPA wasn't your life, your main identity Mm -hmm. and I think that's what set us apart set us apart from some people from our high school Um, and that's probably why our experiences were so interesting because we didn't think like a lot of people from our high school did yeah or it seemed like we didn't right yeah Yeah. I'm sure there were more of us aside from like the two of us and our like small circle of friends yeah like we just didn't end up meeting these people and yeah but I agree yes I guess on a slightly lighter note what would you say was your favorite class in high school or in fit so we could either do favorite class or favorite memory up to you my favorite classes are because of favorite memories so (laughs) yeah so I guess my favorite class was wait are we talking about 9th 10th or 11th 12th okay let's do both so let's start because so just to those who aren't familiar with the way our school district worked usually in other school districts just 9 through 12 is all in one high school but ours decided to split it up to where 9 and 10 was junior high and 11 and 12 was senior high I guess in junior high or in 9th and 10th what were your favorite classes slash favorite memories okay so my favorite class was my ninth grade English class just because like our teacher was so cool (laughs) and like that's where our like friend group and that's where me and you met and like and all that and those are like really fun memories like um like our secret Santa and like taking pictures together and with our teacher and with um making or giving presents to our teacher and um yeah just just that whole memory of or all those memories that through that class like it's just the best (laughs) um what else in ninth and tenth um sometimes I forget what I even took (laughs) (laughs) um Um, you would have you would have had let's see you would have had choir chem bio uh principles of health okay yeah so i think english in ninth grade was the main favorite i loved choir for like just because i was passionate about it and and the teacher she was great i loved her i don't know if there were many memories yeah i don't really have that many like memories that stand out to me besides like uh, me being able to like like at the end of the year ninth and tenth grade years we would make a group and we'll we had this like music video project where we had to either film a music video uh, of a cover of a song or like perform a cover of a song in class and like those are like my favorite memories because we like 
got to choose like who we worked with and choose like what songs we did and it was so great I I love that and like um yeah I think that's it for ninth and tenth I do have like favorite teachers from yeah. from um ninth and tenth but not necessarily the classes but favorite teachers yes 11th and 12th I mean you want to share your 9th and 10th first and then we can go on to the 11th and 12th yeah I've been talking too much I talk a lot relax (laughs) (laughs) um this is a podcast we're here to talk yeah I guess 9th and 10th yes of course English um that was where I guess I met you for the first time in English and a lot of the other people that I'm still close with today, we all just kind of bonded over our chaotic energy in English. Um, and then, of course, orchestra. There, um, I had orchestra with one of my uh, closest friends. And so we kind of moved up in orchestras together. And so we always had we were on the same wavelength when it came to things and that just made the class so much more enjoyable and of course our director he was absolutely amazing and such a kind and just encouraging teacher um and I think that's where I found that you know oh I really enjoy being an orchestra and I feel like I can make a difference when I became like an orchestra officer in my sophomore year and that really pulled me into this community that I didn't know I could find Mm. so orchestra and then like I had favorite teachers all throughout my uh honors chemistry professor (laughs) honors chemistry teacher um my world history teacher she was very sweet um my geometry teacher was great Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> we all love her. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, I had some good memories in my French class. But yeah, ninth and 10th grade. There were a lot of good classes that I took mm-hmm. um, that I genuinely enjoyed having. And I think a lot of it was because of the teacher. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah. I didn't, um, I think having a teacher that I could just, you know, after class I would just go up and like talk to them Mm -hmm. not in a I wanted to be the teacher's pet kind of a way but Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk to people Mm -hmm. um yeah and kind of get away from the the nitty-gritty of the like oh what grade did you get on this what grade did you get on that like I just wanted to get away from that like Mm -hmm. you know just make my way to the teacher's desk and be like hi what's up do you need help with anything Mm-hmm. and just kind of strike up a conversation and I know I had several of those with my history and my chemistry teacher um 10th grade I think English and orchestra like those two really top it off when it comes to like favorite memories that really stand out and then teachers also includes history and chemistry mm-hmm. and then I guess 11th and 12th grade again orchestra um like both of the directors, I they were basically my school parents. Because <laughs> um, I know I cried, like I bawled my eyes out on the last day of high school because I didn't want to leave orchestra. And they both literally had to tell me to 
be quiet because I wasn't going anywhere. No. They were like, you're literally going to be going to school 20 minutes away. Relax. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, orchestra. And then I think orchestra was probably my, my favorite class. Mm. Like all in all, like favorite memories, favorite class. And then I had favorite teachers, my AP bio teacher. And oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, she had the cutest little axolotl. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, French. My French teacher was also great. What else did I take? What was the axolotl's name again? It was either Mushu or Noodles. I don't remember which. Because didn't they change it after I our year? I think they did. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we decided on Mushu for our year. Yeah. And then yeah. after our year was Noodle. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, I was very Which proud was of that name. The better name. <laughs> I was really proud of the noodle name because uh, I remember we were writing down like ideas for the yeah. names, and in our class period, or from my class period, we had wrote Mushu and Noodle, mm-hmm. and Mushu had won in our mm-hmm. class. And I think it won in your class too. Probably. Yeah. But I was rooting for Noodle <laughs> because I loved that name. And then I was so happy when like I was told that um after we graduated the Axolotl's name was Noodle. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I made it. Your legacy carried on. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's um, so unrelated. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't Junior year just kind of was meh. It was not the most memorable year, I don't think. Um, aside from orchestra, uh, what did I? Because yeah, physics sucked. I did not like physics at all. Um, I guess my pre oh my calc teacher, my pre cal and calc teachers were very sweet, fun people. <laughs> at least on my end. <laughs> So yeah, my calc teacher, calc and pre-calc teachers, they were, I had good experiences with both of them. And the class, like, I think my calc period, it was extremely fun because I was in a class full of juniors and they were all just smart, talented people. And (laughs) because (laughs) the people in that class, oh my gosh. It made me think, I'm like, was I like that when I was a junior? And I'm like, I hope not. But it made the class so much more enjoyable. Um, but yeah, but I think orchestra just kind of tops it all the way through from ninth mm. up until 12th for me. And like the spring trips that we went on, all of it, just, yeah. Jealous. Jealous. <laughs> Um, yeah what about your 11th and 12th yeah so for mine um 11th grade would be my um my pre-calc teacher oh my goodness she was so nice and like she would try to make our experience really worthwhile I guess that's the word Um, she really cared about her students and um 
um, she was going to be leaving um, after our year. So I couldn't take her again um, for another class next year. And I remember the day either on our last day of school with her, like we like half of the class was crying because like, including me, like I was crying um, because she was just really nice. And she was honestly like you, you rarely get to meet teachers who care so deeply for their students and um, who actually want to get or see you succeed and want to get to know you at the same time and she was so patient with us and um she would make us laugh and all of that and yeah she was honestly like one of the more memorable teachers I had um what else in 11th um yeah my wait no 11th was physics I keep forgetting that AP bio was 12th grade (laughs) Um, and yeah and then I guess my favorite class just for the class itself for the the content of the class was my um, clinical rotations class where we got to go to different medical settings um, to shadow and to observe Um, and I was in it for 11th and 12th grade and it was my favorite just because I got to realize what my passion was and, and realize that I wanted to go become a speech pathologist because not a lot of people know about it. And I never knew about it until I was given the opportunity or the first time I went to Shadow One was because I was assigned it. And I never knew like what it was until I saw it the first time. And then I kept picking to go to shadow a speech pathologist because I absolutely loved it. And like it encompassed a lot of the things I was passionate about, like kids and like um, making people's voices be heard and people being able to communicate and like if it wasn't for the clinical rotations program, I don't think I would ever have found this, like this career, right? Like yeah. before I like, like a lot of people I tell like, oh, I'm majoring in speech language pathology. A lot of people are like, wait, what's that? Like <laughs> no one knows about it unless they've been in speech therapy or mm-hmm. know somebody in the speech therapy field yeah. or yeah, just a very, like not a well-known career um Mm -hmm. yeah so that's why that's my favorite class yeah and then senior year my AP bio there are a lot of good memories in that class and it was also because the teacher was so like I loved her (laughs) she was so great like she was also another teacher who cared about her students and cared like didn't care about like um or more like she would make content fun instead of Mm -hmm. just spewing information out and she would tell stories and all of that yes and yeah yeah we all loved it um um, who else or what else (laughs) what other classes were there um yeah and some of my other favorite high school memories were like like just hanging out as friends 
friends and like going to like or like eating lunch together and like um going to our makeshift prom <laughs> um our senior year and yeah I'm trying to remember I don't want to make anybody feel bad or like I don't I want to like leave out something that yeah. like completely for like that was so like I had good memories of yeah. I'm probably gonna go to bed tonight and be like oh frick I, I should have said this yeah <laughs> um yeah, as I finished talking and as I was listening to you, like I had other memories replaying in my head and I'm like, hmm, I, they, they all fall under the category of orchestra. Mm. Um, uh, I guess as you were mentioning teachers who really cared and supported their students and wanted them to succeed, my orchestra directors were very much like that, mm. where they, they were just ready. Their doors were always open mm. to, to come in and talk to them about anything and everything, whether it was orchestra related or not. Because I spent a good amount of my junior and senior years sitting in one of the orchestra director's office when I didn't have class. And yeah, orchestra had a really good lot of like, it was just a good time. Mm -hmm. lots of good memories and lots of things that I think back to and I'm like these directors did not have to do those things for me especially Mm -hmm. the one particular one that I'm thinking of right now like he did so much for me that I'm like why (laughs) didn't have to um those are the kind of things that at that moment like yes I felt very grateful at that moment but now looking Mm -hmm. back I'm like it's just so bizarre that someone would do that Mm for another student Mm -hmm. when they have so many other things on their plate. And moments like that are really what make teachers my favorite. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I I miss them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can move on to our next question um, to some misconceptions um, about high school that we had like going into ninth grade um yeah yeah um I don't know if these were misconceptions that I particularly had but I can looking back on conversations that I've had with some of my cousins who are all abroad they all have this idea that High school in America is a time of just fun and parties and dances and games. Maybe it was just my high school that wasn't like that. I don't know how other high schools are in other places, but from what I experienced, that was not what high school was. (laughs) It was not just always, you know, oh, here's some drama going on. Here's a little bit of gossip. And now we're all going to go to a party and have more drama and gossip. Like it. First of all, I'm not that kind of a person who will go to parties and like kind of follow the drama because I could not care less about the drama. Um, But yeah, high school is, at least from what I experienced, it's not all, not always fun and games. You do, you should put your best foot forward to try your best in your classes and strive to be the best that you can. But I think something that I slowly caught on to as the years went on was, as we've mentioned several times earlier, grades aren't all that matters. You need to find, even if it's just one other person, 
find that one friend that you know you can talk to, you know you can hang out and make make the most of it. Make make the most of your high school experience. I think we're combining misconceptions and advice here. Mm-hmm. But I guess one quick piece of advice, make the most of your high school experience, mm. I think is what I would say very vaguely. Mm. Yeah, I think for me going into high school, because I have, I'm the youngest, so I had like other siblings who have been in high school and tell me all these things. So for me, I think one misconception I had before going into high school was, um, I wouldn't say it was a misconception. It was partial. It was a partial truth, um, where um, I'm blanking. <laughs> Do I even have any misconceptions? Hold up. <laughs> I mean, I guess like a a preconceived notion or about high school was like you're never gonna get enough sleep and like you have to stay up grinding your homework and like you have to like do all these things and you're blah, 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 blah. I mean, partial part of it is true. Like you are going to have less sleep than like middle school and like you are going to have more work and you have to work harder. But like, I don't, I mean, yes, it was kind of rough, but there is partial truth to that. (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, like, I think tying it into advice, um, balance that's a a big thing for students in general is that especially in high school and college but in high school is when we first learn how to do this like how to balance the different aspects of whatever's going on so like in high school it would be mainly school and life balance but some people may have school life and work balance but um in general, school and life balance. Um, and advice to that is like, like what we've been saying, like having conversations not only about school and have it be life-giving conversations. And I guess a harsh way to put it is have a life, <laughs> but that's kind of too harsh for my liking to say, <laughs> but um yeah, I guess that's like the what it boils down to. Like don't yeah. just like just don't have everything involved. Like don't have everything involved or be for school. Like I know that like especially in 11th and 12th grade when we're applying to colleges or even in 10th grade when we're applying or starting to think about like SAT <laughs> uh, college um, applications and all that and like resume boosters like um, going for extracurriculars yes like having extracurriculars is important but one thing that I've noticed is that with extracurriculars it has to be with something that you're passionate with mm-hmm. or else it will be so easy to get burnt out if you don't have a school life balance then you're gonna get burnt out really yeah. easy too um and like for me, my um, extracurriculars that I was passionate about was like choir. Like I wasn't a choir outside of school, and um, my work and all these other things. Like I didn't do them for the the resume booster. Mm-hmm. I did it because I was interested and passionate yeah. about. So I think that's one piece of advice: is mm-hmm. that like 
don't have everything just revolving around school. Yeah. Um, but that is kind of like the reality that you're in, that we were in. Like, I mean, we're still in <laughs> the reality of being in school, but yeah. like, that's not the main goal. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of my, my influence or a lot of my thinking about how your identity is in school is also part of my identity of being a Christian. So um, that has influenced it a lot. But that being said, it does not negate anything I said, even if you're Christian or not. Like, that's still a reality where school shouldn't be your identity. Yeah, I I agree on that front. Um, I think that kind of ties into what I was saying about making the most out of high school. Yes, in hindsight, you want to be prepared for when it comes around to your college applications. You want to have the things that you can talk about, but you don't want to go seeking these things. When you're looking for these things, you don't want to look for them with the mindset that, oh, if I do X, Y, Z, then I can write a great essay for this particular college application and get in. You want to look for what you're passionate about and then use that passion to drive your essays. Yeah. Um, and just do things just for the sake of doing them. Do them mm -hmm. because you want to do them. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of high schools here have the um, like volunteering programs like National Honor Society and things. A lot of people will do those because it is a resume booster, but find that enjoyment in actually volunteering and mm -hmm. doing a service to somebody else. Find whatever that, whatever brings you that sense of joy and use that to really feel what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And like Hannah said, don't, don't just focus on things being a resume builder. Because that, mm -hmm. that's not, it's not going to help in the long run. And even now, as you also mentioned, as college students, that is something that we're always told. Don't do something because it looks good on your resume. Do mm -hmm. it because you want to do it. Yeah. Um, as you keep that in mind, also make sure, you know, take time for yourself. Take time to hang out with your friends. Mm -hmm. Go on your school trips. Don't worry about missing a test or two. You have makeup days. Teachers will understand. Go on the mm -hmm. school trips. Um, just enjoy yourself because, mm -hmm. yes, school is hard. It's rough. But, you know, you're never going to be ages 14 through 18 again. <laughs> Might as well make the most of it while you have it. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and as we've mentioned, you know, grades... Again, they don't define you. Take them as they come. Grow from them. If you make a mistake, grow from your mistakes. Don't sit there letting it, don't let it consume you. Mm -hmm. Take it, accept it, and grow from it. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and try your best, right? Like that, like we said before, like that's what matters is the effort that you put into it. Um, yeah. Try your best. And even if it seems like it's not paying off at the moment, you will realize later on that it does mm -hmm. and that the things that you go through will help you mm -hmm. in the future. Even if you don't see it right now, they will come back to help you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially like just about like tying it back to like an environment of high school we were in. Like even though it was competitive, like that like helped us in preparing us for college. Like when we get got into college, we we're like, oh, this is we can get used to this. This is not too different. I think we we were prepared for this. So yeah. yeah. And another thing, um, reach out, make connections with aside from your friends, like talk to your teachers because they will always have something to share with you. And it doesn't have to just be about school. Talk to them about anything, you know. If there's a new movie that came out, talk to them if they went and watched the movie because I did that so many times. <laughs> Usually it was them asking me. <laughs> or eat lunch with them. Like how or we eat lunch ate with them. With yeah. that teacher and they're making fun of me eating bread with the pork. <laughs> Make those connections because they will help you feel more comfortable reaching out for help. Um, and I think that's another thing. If you need, if you feel the need for help, reach out. Don't hesitate. You're not alone. And yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but really, we're all in this together. Oh. <laughs> um, everyone's here to support you. Mm-hmm. So make, again, I guess I've said this about five times now, make the most of it. Yeah. And I guess to wrap things together and to conclude things, like just to reiterate what we have learned um, and looking back, like what we have learned, like, like I've said a million times in this podcast, like grades do not define you. Try your best and don't have school the center of your identity because it's not. And find something you're passionate about or explore things. Yeah. I think even if you're not, like, I think you and I, we were lucky to find where our passions and interests lie mm-hmm. in, through, in high school, but it's not the case for everyone. But take that opportunity to explore the different mm-hmm. avenues. If you've wanted to try art, maybe take an art class. If mm-hmm. you've wanted to, if you think you're interested in bio, but you're not sure, take a bio class. You know, do do whatever because no, it's not here to hurt you. Yeah. Um, there are so many opportunities for you to explore things, and mm-hmm. high school would be the easiest time to explore these things because you're you have slightly less responsibilities mm-hmm. um, when compared to being in college or. Mm-hmm post um college years mm-hmm. high school is the most free mm-hmm. i put that in quotes free times <laughs> for you to explore the different avenues and your different interests and see what really sticks yeah and it's okay if it doesn't you're here to explore yeah um yeah to go off of that one last thing is that um like tying that into how like your grades aren't your who you are. I know a lot of people choose not to take certain classes just because of the weight of the GPA. So do not let that control what classes you take because you never know what experiences those that would bring. Like 
bringing in back my clinicals experience like that class did not work worth a lot was not worth a lot GPA value wise but experience wise it was so much value like like you cannot put a grade to that experience like you cannot put a number to that experience so do not let that GPA number is just a number choose whether or not you find something you're interested in yeah yeah so these were a couple of things that we've learned <laughs> along the way of of our four years of high school yeah um and some of these things we continue to learn in our um years in college <laughs> yeah yeah I think just all in all be smart make wise decisions and enjoy it, I think, yeah. is all we have to say in, like, the most generalized terms. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so with that, I think we'll wrap up this week's episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch y'all in two weeks. Bye! If you have any questions for us, email us at rewritethetimespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Rewrite the Times.